want to bring in CNN's uh, Katie Bo Lillis. She's got new reporting that U.S. intelligence did have some warnings about a prospect of of more violence here from Hamas just days before Saturday's uh, uh, surprise attack. Katie Bo, what did these reports say? How specific were they? Yeah, so Anderson, what we have learned is that the intelligence community was circulating a pair of two separate intelligence assessments just in the days leading into October 7th's devastating attack. One of them on September 28th warned based on multiple streams of intelligence that Hamas was poised to escalate with some cross-border uh, rocket fire into Israel. A separate October 5th wire from the CIA warned sort of generally of the of the increasing possibility by uh, increasing possibility of violence by Hamas. But Anderson, I think what's really important to understand here is is that none of these two, none of neither of these two reports uh, provided any sort of specific tactical detail about the size, scope, scale, brutality of the attack that actually did occur on October 7th. So they were these sort of kind of high-level warnings that, you know, look, the, the tensions in between sort of Palestinian militant groups uh, and, and Israel are, are growing. There's an increased possibility for violence, but they weren't offering any sort of specific evidence of the planning for the attack that actually unfolded on Saturday. Do we know if those reports were passed on to Israeli intelligence or, or I mean, it sounds like it didn't really sound any particular alarm bells because it kind of sounded like, well, there may be more rocket attacks, but not, nothing really too specific. Yeah, so this is the, the important thing to understand, the nuance here to understand here, Anderson, is there's a big difference in between sort of strategic warning and kind of more kind of tactical warning about, okay, here's exactly what's about to happen. And so this was certainly kind of in the, in the camp of strategic warning, right? And I think based on what our sources are telling us, for a lot of officials who were reading this intelligence, you know, they were interpreting it correctly as like, look, there's, you know, heightened tensions in the region. There's something to be concerned about. Something could happen here. Um, but they, they were sort of viewing this as likely another round of cross-border rocket fire you know maybe the Iron Dome intercepts some missiles maybe Israel retaliates you know maybe we even see something as dramatic as the clash that took place in 2021 in between Hamas and Israel but they weren't in any way sort of imagining that these warnings were indicating something of the size and scale of what we did see on Saturday as for whether or not this was shared with Israeli officials because the United States uh, doesn't do a lot of its own intelligence collection inside Gaza it really relies on Israel to do a lot of that sort of raw reporting and a lot of that collection. It just sort of takes the information and then analyzes it for itself. Uh, many of the officials that we spoke to said it, it wouldn't necessarily be indicated for the U.S. to sort of turn around and share these reports or share these sort of assessments with Israel, again, because much of the raw information in these intelligence assessments was coming from Israel in the first place, and Israel wasn't raising these alarm bells with the United States. Katie Bolillas, appreciate the reporting. Thank you. Joining me now to talk more uh, about this and uh, other things happening in the region is Mark Esper. He was Defense Secretary under President Trump, is author of the book, A Sacred Oath, Memoirs of a Secretary of Defense During Extraordinary Times. Secretary Esper, appreciate you joining us. Um, first of all, what do you make of this, this new information about U.S. intelligence warning uh, that something uh, may be happening, some uptick, not too specific? What do you, sh should it have been caught? Should that have raised more alarms? It's, it's very interesting. I'm not surprised that we had some type of intelligence at that level. Um, I am a little surprised that uh, there, weren't, there wasn't more preparation taking, taken on the Israeli end, if you will, to uh, you know, heighten the security level along the fence line, the borderline between Israel and Gaza. Um, I, I think there have been two failures if you look at the situation now. One has been the intelligence failure, but the second one is the, a military readiness failure 
to uh, to, to step up patrol surveillance or whatnot along the uh, uh, along the border. So that look that there'll be time for that later, but that's kind of what jumps to my mind when we talk about this. Yeah, and as you said, I mean, time for that later. But but CNN did do a, a report. Just our Clarissa Ward was looking at um, what the Hamas the training videos they were putting out, and we've geolocated a site that they built, uh, which mirrored a, a Israeli settler community that they were doing training on. That was very close to one of the major boarding crossings and was visible from the air. Um, it's remarkable that that Israel did not pick up any real signs of this operation, which was clearly planned for a very long period of time involving many, many different people. Yeah, that was a very interesting report. And, and I read it with some curi a good deal of curiosity that it would go back that far and it was should have been visible. Uh, like I said, I think there will be time later. They'll go back and really dig into this. I think the immediate question, though, when you look at these pieces of information that uh, should have been assessed, is clearly there was a blind spot, blind spot, and as you go into this next phase where you're looking at a military incursion into Gaza and maybe some other things, I do think you want to make a quick check to make sure that those blind spots are no longer there. And so I think there is a need for an immediate assessment as to what happened and why, and then you can dig later, kind of pull each and every thread later. But that would be my concern: is what what didn't we see over the past year, and why didn't we see it? And have we rectified that before we step into these next phases of the operation? I want to ask you what you think about the idea of, of a million residents in Gaza moving south in a 24-hour period, which is what Israel is, is telling people to do. They drop leaflets, do it. You have a number of humanitarian organizations saying this is impossible. It's, it's going to lead to catastrophic consequences. Hamas is saying don't leave. I understand militarily why they would not want the civilian population to leave. They want to use them as much as possible as human shields. Um, have you seen mass migrations of people like that? Is that possible? Moving a million people in, in 24 hours is a difficult task, but I've also never seen a military on the cusp of an invasion give a, a warning to the adversaries that they're coming in and to uh, and, and to allow citizens some time, if you will, to, to flee. Um, look, it's a tough situation. It was a situation brought on by these atrocious, terrible, barbaric terrorist acts by Hamas, killing over 1,300 uh, Israelis, murdering, raping, slaughtering children, the elderly. And now on top of that, we know that we have uh, 130 to 150 hostages in Gaza. I'd like to see these UN agencies come out and demand that Hamas release the hostages. That would be a great gesture as well. But um, uh, look, I, I, it's a tough situation. Uh, Israel has every right to proceed, and I think they'll do so professionally. And I think uh, they've given fair warning. And then I think, uh, look, I, I'm in favor of opening up a humanitarian corridor in the south, but I would limit that to uh, women, children, and the elderly. Um, and, and, and try and address that side of the problem that way. In terms of the fight ahead, how difficult do you think it's going to be? I, obviously, there's the civilian component, there's the hostages uh, to think about, and just operating in, in an urban environment like Gaza City, I mean, it is a, a warren of streets and it is densely packed. It's, how difficult from your perspective is it? 
Very difficult. You know, first of all, at the strategic level, every every day or moment that passes, you have to make sure that you don't create a second front with Hezbollah in the north, right? You don't want to fight two fronts at the same time. Of course, on top of that, as we already addressed, you have hostages. And so will Hamas follow through on their threats to begin executing uh, hostages, Israelis uh, and Americans, by the way? We think they have a few Americans uh, as, a, as this proceeds. At the tactical level, urban warfare is very, very difficult. I know from my time in the Army, during the Gulf War, as we faced uh, urban areas, it can consume a lot of troops very quickly. So I think part of what Israel is doing right now by flattening buildings and uh, pummeling the area is really trying to uh, reduce the amount of places and spaces and floors and doors and every place that Hamas can hide to ambush Israeli troops as they come through and try and clear out the area as they try to uncover um, you know, the subterranean networks that Hamas has built underneath Gaza. Uh, but it's 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 really difficult. It can consume a lot of troops, even if they're not killed or injured. You just have to leave troops behind to protect the space. Part of my concern here is that maybe the lack of action by Hezbollah in the north isn't because they've made a strategic decision to sit the conflict out, uh, but maybe they made an operational decision to execute some uh, to to uh, yeah execute some patience and wait till the IDF gets really entrenched in Gaza, gets bogged down, and then they start. Um, you know, something in the north. And, and that would be an operational matter, which I'm sure the IDF is considering very carefully as well. Yeah, former Defense Secretary Mark Esper, uh, thank you for your time.